What the beginner's mind is really about is dropping our expectations and preconceived ideas about something and seeing things with an open mind, with fresh eyes, just like a beginner. Hey everyone, my name is Jack Kavanagh and you are very welcome to the only human podcast. Today I'd like to explore the idea of beginner's mind. It's an approach or a mindset that I have adopted on and off over the last number of years and found really useful, insightful and something that really helps me to see life and experience life in a in a fresh perspective. And I think that's the kind of thing that gives us new color. It gives us new opportunities to experience more richness in our lives when we can see uh, different angles on things and I suppose things more basically as they are um, when we drop the filters that we have been applying to everything around us. And The simple idea is that in the beginner's mind, there are many possibilities. But when we come from an expert's mind, that there's more limited possibilities or there's fewer possibilities. Now, this comes from the Zen Buddhist tradition. It's a book uh, by Shurin Suzuki called Beginner's Mind, Zen Mind. And it's really about openness and curiosity to seeing things as they are. And so I'm going to read uh, elements of this podcast from a website called Zen Habits, uh, which is really, really useful. But what the beginner's mind is really about is dropping our expectations and preconceived ideas about something and seeing things with an open mind, with fresh eyes, just like a beginner. Just like a child, maybe up until the age of seven, really. And if you've ever learned something new, you'll remember what that's like. You're kind of confused. You don't exactly know what you're learning, but you're also looking at everything as if it's brand new, with curiosity and a sense of wonder And that essentially is what the beginner's mind is. So coming from the website, uh, they give a number of examples. So if you uh, imagine that you could apply this to everyday activities, take eating your breakfast as an example. So you start by seeing the activity of eating with fresh eyes, as if you really don't know what to expect. And as if you hadn't done it a thousand times or a hundred thousand times already. And you look at the food and you really look at the food. You look at the bowl, the shape of the spoon. You try to see the details that in the, in the design on the bowl or the spoon that you might not normally have noticed. You really invest in and notice the textures and the tastes and the smells how the food looks and you pay close attention as if you didn't already know how the food tastes and you really savor that. Everything 
is new when we look at it like this. Maybe even full of wonder or a sense of enhancement of the experience. And when you look at things like this, you don't really take anything for granted and you appreciate you appreciate more every bite that you take as, as something to relish. As if it's temporary, as if it's maybe fleeting and to a certain element precious, something that you might not ever get again. And so when you approach this exercise of just eating your breakfast with the beginner's mind, it really does shift the perspective or your experience of the activity. And so why does this matter? When we adopt a beginner's mindset or approach something from a beginner's mind, we get better experiences because we aren't clouded by prejudgments, preconceptions, fantasies about what things should be or assumptions about based on your past about how you already knew things to be. When you don't have these and when you can let go of all of those um, assumptions and fantasies and preconceptions and prejudgments, you can't be disappointed or frustrated by the experience because there is no preconception or comparison. It just is as it is and you get to experience that fully. If you take your relationships, for example, if you're talking to someone else, instead of being frustrated by them because they aren't living up to your ideal image of how they ought to be, you can see them with fresh eyes, with new eyes, with a beginner's approach and notice that they're just trying to meet their needs, that regardless of what they're doing, if they're not meeting your intentions or your wants, that they're struggling just like you and they're just trying to meet their needs. And that transforms the way that you interact and relate both to them and to yourself. Because in any relationship, we're constantly in relationship with ourselves and others in that we are relating to ourselves and we are relating to others. And if we shift from a place of preconceived notions or judgment to a place of curiosity um, and, and elements of this beginner's approach, really uh, we, we move to a much more empathetic and compassionate way of moving through the world. And now this doesn't mean that you don't still have appropriate boundaries, that you still have the capacity to say no, that you still have the capacity to hold up a hand and say stop when when things are, are being crossed or your needs are being violated. But it's really just an interesting way of, of approaching scenarios and seeing things maybe for what they are rather than overlaying the stories and notions and judgments that are built up through our lives. One of the other things is that maybe if you have an upcoming ex- uh, event that you might experience less anxiety about it if you are experiencing anxiety because with an upcoming event or meeting that you're sort of tentative or feeling anxious about instead of worrying about what might happen 
you can approach it with openness. You can open yourself up to being curious about what will happen. And you just let go of your preconceived ideas about the outcome and instead embrace this not knowing. Embrace being present and finding gratitude in the moment for whatever you're doing or whoever you're meeting. And I think that would be really useful at the moment in particular when there's so much uncertainty. If we could take this approach of curiosity and not non-judgment and seeing things um, from that kind of a lens or approach that we could experience the moment that we're in so much more. I was speaking with a corporate client the other day running a a resilience, inner strength and well-being program. And one of the things that I asked them to consider and remember was that these two are days of our life. And they may not be living up to the way that we had planned, the way that things had been laid out in our calendar only a few months ago. They're dramatically different to that. But so much of our suffering comes when we tie ourselves into preconceived notions about how things should have unfolded. And I've touched on on shoulding before, should, should have unfolded or our preconceived ideas about how things ought to be. But the reality is, is that when we grieve for that and let go of that, to a certain extent, we, we can bring ourselves more into the reality of what is and experience that more fully. And that's really what beginner's mind is about is it's a practice like all things we're doing is, is a practice where in each new moment, in each new experience, in each day, you get the opportunity to start again. And as those judgments and preconceived ideas and notions and, and lenses that we've been brought up in arrive into our mind and into how we're looking at things, we get the opportunity then to maybe let go of those a little bit and to come at our experiences, situations, our relationships with more of a curious mind, with an openness. And it can really shift the perspective of how we experience our lives. And so I think that it's really something that won't make sense for everybody all of the time. But it's certainly something that has its use cases. It's an approach that has its use cases um, for different people in different contexts. And I know myself that in relationships, it has been hugely um, informative for me. It's been really useful because just for a quick example, if we are going to meet my friend John and I tell you, John is, he's, he's a bit stuck up and he's, he's all about money and a few other sort of comments like that. I've already affected the filter through which you're going to interpret John and our 
confirmation bias will look for those things within him because that's the expectation that I've set up for you. And had I not told you any of that, or had you approached things with the beginner's mind and just experienced meeting John exactly as it happened, you might not see those things that otherwise you would see with with that preconceived lens on the situation. So I hope you found this useful. I certainly really enjoy this as something to practice and see if I can immerse myself more in the moment. So until next time, stay well, stay curious. Cheers. What has been so heartwarming about the Only Human podcast as a project is that it is creating a community. It's creating a tribe of like-minded people who are open to exploring new ideas and insights that can help them in their own lives. If something that was shared in today's podcast has resonated, it's hit home, maybe it's helped you to see things in a different way or added value to your life in some shape or form, please do share it with a friend. It's the single best way that you can continue to support what we're doing and help us to spread the message. Again, if something has been of value today, please do share it online. Tag us in the post on Instagram, on Facebook, on LinkedIn or Twitter. My Instagram handle is Jack Kavanagh, I-R-L. And thank you. The feedback has been overwhelming and we really do love having you along for the journey. Until next time, stay well, stay curious. Cheers. Thank you.